Monsoon season in the desert southwest means a lot to a lot of people. For some, it's a chance to refresh and reset. For others, it's a reminder of the fury our climate can unleash. Hi, I'm Lauren Gilger, and welcome to Monsoon Stories from KJZZ, where we look at what this uniquely Arizona time of year means to all of us, and this year, how it's changing. In a climate change world, our monsoon season will likely look a little different. What does it mean for our environment, our growth, traditions, and collective identity? Here is episode one, and a closer look at just how climate change is changing our monsoons. It's that time of year again. When the desert heat builds up, the sun beats down, the ground dries out, and just when we all think we can't take it anymore, it breaks. Monsoon rains pour down, and the desert takes a deep breath. But for the last couple of years, that breath never came. Last year, Phoenix saw its hottest, driest summer on record. Two days of measurable rainfall, two weeks above 115 degrees. After two back-to-back monsoons and a record-scorching summer, what should we expect this time around? Phoenix had already shattered its record for the most days of triple-digit heat this year at 144 days. It's not just that Arizona is in a drought. The U.S. Drought Monitor shows more than 30% of the state is in an exceptional drought. Since 1895, the overall temperature trend during monsoon is upwards. Our climate is becoming more extreme and more variable. Christopher Castro is a professor of hydrology and atmospheric sciences at the University of Arizona. He does regional atmospheric modeling to try to predict things like the future of the monsoon season here. So after a string of dry monsoons and record heat, I asked him the big question here. Okay, so this is coming off of two monsoon seasons that just, you know, weren't. Like, we we Mm -hmm. just barely saw any rain last year's was the driest on record. So I want to ask you the big question that I think on a lot of people's minds, which is, you know, what's going on? Is this the new normal? Are we in danger of losing the monsoon season here in the the state? Uh, I don't think we're in danger of, quote, losing the monsoon season. But certainly the character of the monsoon is changing. It's changing. He says big downpours aren't going to happen as often, but when they do happen, the storms will be bigger. So instead of maybe, say, you have five big precipitation events in a season, maybe you only have one or two, but those one or two are generating a proportionately greater amount of precipitation. To ASU Geographical Sciences professor Randy Cervany, though, the answer to this one is simple. Yes, we'll have a monsoon. The monsoon is a seasonal wind shift. It actually doesn't have anything to do with precipitation. It is a seasonal wind shift. What happens in about early June is that we start to see the movement northward of a large high pressure system. Now, high pressure usually is associated with very dry conditions and 
a lot of sunshine. And that's why, particularly in June, we hit some of our hottest temperatures is that that what we call subtropical high moves up over Arizona. But mm -hmm. if it moves far enough, then it's in a position to start to change the winds so that the winds come up from the south rather than from the west. And if they come in from the south, hopefully they tend to bring a lot of moisture coming up from the Gulf of California and from the Pacific Ocean. When that moisture hits the really hot air that's over Arizona, it rises and we get big thunderstorms. That's the typical idea behind our, our monsoon. That doesn't change. But something else is changing. What we're basically seeing is that the high pressure systems that I've been talking about, the kind of the, the driver for our monsoon, that high pressure system is getting bigger. The idea with global warming is that you have hotter temperatures. Hotter temperatures evaporate more water. If you evaporate more water, you have the potential for bigger thunderstorms. So, so yes, there, there is a very good likelihood that thunderstorms that are going to be created in the next few years and into the future will be wetter than what they have been in the past. And in mm. fact, in places around the world, we've already seen that. Okay, so hotter summers, drier conditions, and then bigger storms hit. It's a potential recipe for disaster. Here's Castro again, the modeler at U of A. It's all in the context of a more extreme climate. So you're getting more extreme storms, albeit maybe fewer of them, but when they occur, it's raining on very dry, desiccated soils that is exacerbating the flash flood risk. And also, if, you, if we've had a wildfire, then those rains are falling on, on a burn scar that mm -hmm. can cause a wash off from the burn scar. So it's, it's risk compounded upon risk in a more extreme climate. Risk compounded upon risk. What might these extreme storms look like? Are we looking at, you know, the 100-year the flooding of the freeways we saw a few years ago here in the Valley every summer now? I would not say that is necessarily going to happen every summer. I will say that the probability of extreme events is less, but when they are occurring, the storms just have more moisture to work with if the conditions are favorable for monsoon storms. Mm -hmm. um, are we going to get a, a big storm like that necessarily every year? No. In fact, it's more like the scenario we've been observing in the past few years that maybe we get a, a really good monsoon like we had in 2017. We had the wettest July here in Tucson that we ever had. Um, but then we go to a year like 2020, where we basically had no monsoon and the hottest temperatures we've ever had in the late part of the summer. Yeah. So it is, climate is getting more extreme, both when you're considering the, the storms themselves, but also the, the variability within the season and from year to year. Hmm. Okay, so it's just going to be even harder to predict, it sounds like. It's not necessarily that it's harder to predict. It's, it's that what becomes very certain is that our climate is becoming more extreme and more variable. And so then from the standpoint of looking at the monsoon precipitation as some constant reliable thing, it is becoming less consistent and less reliable. It's always there, but it's less consistent and less reliable. 
Okay. So then you mentioned some of the ways that this will affect things, right? Like you talked about the the land and the wildfire risk and rain falling on that land versus rain falling on, you know, non-burned land or land that's mm-hmm. been rained on in any time recently, right? What right. about, you know, what does this do to our climate long-term, like ecologically? Like we saw saguaros falling over last year. You know, we mm-hmm. have this ongoing drought that I'm sure impacts right. more than just our right. water supply, but the, the environment that we live in, how different could that look? Our natural ecosystems are attuned to function optimally within a certain range of climate conditions. And if we are exceeding those ranges more and more, then uh, those ecosystems might reach a fail point where they're not able to recover. So you mentioned the example of the saguaros. Well, maybe it gets so dry that it affects the ability of saguaros to survive in the Sonoran Desert. It Mm -hmm. gets uh, so dry and hot that more of our forests are vulnerable to really big wildfires that will then decimate the landscape in such a way that that prior landscape and those forests will not be able to to come back. And we and we have we've even seen that locally here in Tucson. So last year, during one of the hottest and driest uh, summers we've ever had here in Tucson, we had a fire, a bighorn fire that burned uh, over 60 percent of our forest in the Catalinas. So the question is, when you're decimating 60 percent of the of a mountain landscape will it come back we don't know wow i mean this all sounds pretty bleak is it um it's important to be optimistic but also realistic when i'm speaking about the changing climate here in arizona a lot of what i'm referencing and in my discussion here is things that are already happening these are not climate projections. We, we saw the Bighorn Fire last year. So we have to acknowledge we're living in this, this climate change world where our climate is more variable and extreme. But what do we do about that? Well, we have to use this as an opportunity to think about more sustainable ways we can live here in this desert environment that is becoming more extreme. So we're going to have to tackle questions like, how do we use water here in Arizona and who gets it? So let me then ask you, Chris, sort of maybe on a more personal level, um, as you study these things, as you come to these conclusions and watch it happening, as you say, like in real time, you know, what it, what does it mean to you, do you think, to lose the, the nature of the monsoon in, in Arizona, to see it change and become more extreme, more variable, as you say, and to see this sort of to see the climate that we live in change so much? Well, for me personally, um, I'm a parent and I'll give you one very poignant example. When we had our fires last year that covered the whole Western United States and smoke, my daughter went out and she asked me, well, why isn't the sky blue daddy? And uh, she asked me that for a whole month. And I had to tell her that well, our environment is changing and it's, it's, it's a hotter summer than we've ever had and the forests are burning. And, and it was really sad that I had to tell her that um, as a parent because that was something that in all of my years living in Arizona, and I've been here 
now going on 16 years, I had never seen that. So it, it just, it breaks my heart that I have to tell my kid that. I have to be honest with them and saying that they are living in a climate change world and they're living and experiencing things now that most of us now that are of middle and, and old age have never experienced in our lifetimes. So far this summer, we've seen the hottest June on record, followed by the wettest July. Last summer was the driest monsoon season recorded. This summer is already on track to have some of the highest rainfall numbers we've ever seen. Castro calls it a world of increasing contrast, where the extremes are becoming more extreme, including our monsoon season. So in this year's monsoon series, we're looking at how climate change meets the monsoon and what that could mean for our environment, growth, traditions, and our identity. And of course, what it means to you. We wanna hear your stories. Call us and tell us your monsoon memories and your hopes for the future. Our number is 480-774-8299. Leave us a voicemail and you might end up on the show. Thanks for listening to the Monsoon Stories podcast from KJZZ. I'm Lauren Gilger, and you can hear more episodes at monsoon.kjzz.org.